Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. Hey, hey, I think we can officially say it is golf season in southwest Michigan and northern Indiana. Sunshine, warm weather, welcome sight for that sunshine to be out. And it's nice to walk outside and not in a jacket, which means it is definitely golf season. And we welcome you to the latest installment of the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett. From the PGA Tour, some tough news this week. On Monday, we found out one of the faces of the PGA Tour is going to be out for a decent amount of time. And unfortunately for him, he's going to miss one of his favorite tournaments. We're talking about American Jordan Spieth, a northern Texas native. He's not going to be playing in the AT&T Byron Nelson this week and this weekend. A great stop on the PGA Tour. He made the announcement on his Instagram page about the disappointment of not being able to play in this tournament, which was about 30 miles northeast of his hometown of Dallas, Texas. In his Instagram story, Spieth wrote why he wouldn't be playing, explaining that he felt severe pain in his left wrist over the weekend, and it needs to heal. Here is what Spieth had to say. Over the weekend, I had severe pain in my left wrist and had doctors confirm an injury that requires rest and limited movement. The AT&T Byron Nelson means the absolute world to me, and I'm disappointed to miss it this week. Playing in front of family and friends in Dallas is one of the highlights of my year, and the tournament staff and volunteers are second to none. I look forward to being back next year and many years after. I'm focused on healing as quickly as possible and will have to evaluate my recovery week to week. Sincere thanks to the medical professionals who have supported me over the weekend. So, no Jordan Spieth at the AT&T Byron Nelson. Hard to believe Spieth jumped on the PGA Tour back in 2012 after a terrific collegiate career at the University of Texas. The old Longhorn is going to turn 30 years old in July. Now, Smith's played pretty well this year. In fact, at one point he said he's playing as well as he did a couple of years ago when he bagged some majors. 13 career victories for Jordan Spieth. So far this year, he's been held out of the winner's circle, but he has grabbed five top 10 finishes this year, and we'll have to, unfortunately, wait for the next appearance of Jordan Spieth. This comes after we found out last week or a couple of weeks ago that Tiger Woods was going to be not only not walking for several weeks, he's going to be off the golf course for a couple of months due to 
ankle surgery. So two of the staples of the PGA Tour currently on the sideline, but always a great field at the AT&T Byron Nelson down in Texas. We've got plenty more to come on this installment of the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960. WSBT, we are streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the WSBT radio app. This is the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Darren Pritchett back with you. Let's look ahead to next week. A big, big week in the game of golf. It is our second major championship on the men's side. We had the Masters in April. One of the best players in the world, John Rahm, won his second major championship, his first green jacket, beating the field at Augusta National. Now Rahm and the competition come to Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York, for this year's playing of the PGA Championship. Now Oak Hill is in Pittsburgh, New York. It's a suburb southeast of Rochester. It was founded 122 years ago. Back in 1901, there are 36 holes at this country club, but the East Course is the most famous and has hosted many major championships. We'll talk about that in a couple of moments. Back in 1901, this golf course was just nine holes on 85 acres. The clubhouse was basically a converted farmhouse. But then in 1921, Oak Hill doubled in size. They got a new clubhouse. The University of Rochester proposed a land swap in 1921. They decided to go ahead and do that, and that turned out to be a pretty smart decision as the land of the old country club. Oak Hill had room for two 18-hole courses designed by Donald Ross. There's the East Course and the West Course. In 2019, the East Course was ranked by Golf Digest as the 22nd greatest American golf course. Now, the East Course is built around the East Branch of the Allen Creek, and it acts as a lateral hazard on nine of the 18 holes you're going to watch next weekend. It has had several renovations and restorations through the years, the most recent back in 2019. Now, there's a good piece of history at this country club. Back in 1941, a local paper called the Times Union told the story that there was a $5,000 purse that was placed out there to attract the world's greatest golfers to this golf course. Sam Sneed, Walter Hagen, and Ben Hogan took part. The tournament won by Sneed sort of put Oak Hill on the national golf map. And since then, it has been a part of six men's major championships, including three U.S. Opens, three PGA Championships, and they have also hosted a Ryder Cup. And some great names have won at Oak Hill Country Club. Now you go back to 1949, that's the first time they held a major championship. It was the U.S. Amateur. And I'm bringing it up because the winning margin of victory was crazy. Charles Coe. In match play, beat Rufus King 11-10. and 10. Did Rufus even show up? My goodness. And then in 1956, Oak Hill Country Club hosted our national championship for the first time, the U.S. Open, and plus one was the winning score by Kerry Middlecoff, 
who outdueled two legends, Ben Hogan and Julius Boros. The U.S. Open came back to Oak Hill in 1968. The U.S. Open won by Lee Trevino, minus 5, 275, a four-shot victory over Jack Nicklaus, winning the U.S. Open in 1968, netted Trevino $30,000. That's it. 1980, the PGA Championship to Oak Hill for the first time, and the Golden Bear won one of his 18 majors at this championship. Nicholas won the 80 PGA Championship, six under par, 274, and won by seven shots over Andy Bean and made $60,000. Now, the U.S. Senior Open was held at Oak Hill in 1984, won by Miller Barber by two shots over Arnold Palmer. And then the U.S. Open for a third time, and this is the last time it's been to Oak Hill, 1989, Curtis Strange won the championship, two under par, 278, a one-shot win over Chip Beck, Mark McCumber, and Ian Woosnam. The 1995 Ryder Cup came to Rochester, New York, and the European squad, a rare win on American soil, 14.5 to 13.5. The most recent championships held at Oak Hill Country Club, the 03 PGA Championship, Indiana University's Sean McKeel shocked the golfing world, winning with a four-under-par 276, two better than Chad Campbell. You had the 08 Senior PGA Championship, Jay Haas, a one-shot win over Bernhard Langer. The 2013 PGA Championship, Jason Duffner got a major there. Ten-under-par score, he beat Jim Furyk by two shots. And the most recent championship held at Oak Hill, the 19 Senior PGA Championship, and Ken Tenegagua, a one-shot win over Scott McCarron. So another major championship coming to Oak Hill Country Club with this year's PGA Championship. On the card, the East Course from the tips will play 7,390 yards, par 35 on each side for a par 70. There are two par threes on each side and only one par five. Now, of note, the first hole is a very demanding start. In fact, Ben Hogan called this hole the toughest opening test in championship golf. The opening tee shot, it's an elevated tee shot, slight dog leg to the left. So this plays well for golfers who like to draw it. And a great drive can take advantage of a fairway downslope at the 290-yard mark. But Allen's Creek runs across the fairway at the 360 mark. The danger off the tee is out of bounds to the right and three bunkers to the left, and the green is well guarded by grass hummocks and a green side bunker short right. So it's going to be a tough early test for the competition. Then you've got the sixth hole. It's a par four that plays 503. It's nicknamed Double Trouble. The long par four, dog legs slightly to the right, fairway bunkers on the left. Then you've got water on the right side of the fairway. So in order to have a chance to reach the green, you've got to hit the fairway. And once again, Allen's Creek comes into play as it protects the fairway to the right, and also it will cut right in front of the green. There's a good distance between the water and the green, but it'll split the fairway in half, and that water will come into play on the left side of that particular green. So accuracy off the tee. If not, you're going to have trouble reaching that 500-yard par four 
And two, it's going to take a very accurate shot into that green. And then if you miss to the left trying to hit that green, you've got water to deal with. Also want to bring up the 14th hole at Oak Hill. It's called Bunker Hill. Shortest par four on the course, just 320 yards. It's a risk-reward par four, which I love. Individuals who lay up short of the green, they have to avoid two fairway bunkers to the left and one on the right. Those that go after the green, there are three greenside bunkers that protect the front of this green. Any shot that misses long will provide the toughest of all finesse wedge shots as the green slopes severely from back to front. That's the type of par four that I want to see in major championships. You hit a great shot. You reach the green, you can make eagle or a tap-in birdie. But any mistake off the tee not only eliminates birdie sometimes, you're going to have to fight like heck just to make par. And the finishing hole, the 497-yard par 4 18th, the fairway is only 20 yards wide at the 300-yard mark. There are three deep bunkers guarding the right side off the tee. And trees on both sides of this fairway can be a major factor. And this is another one of those greens that slopes severely from back to front with three bunkers on the right, one to the left. You go along, you're going to have a very difficult pitch shot. And with bunkers protecting this green, it sets up to be a very challenging finishing hole on Sunday as we try to decide who is going to be the PGA champion for 2023, Justin Thomas is the defending champion. He came from seven back last year to win that major championship, the PGA, something that is very important to him. His grandfather and his father, both PGA Tour pros. So there you go. Those are some of the details about next week's championship, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill Country Club. I think it's going to be a fantastic event. This is kind of that old-school golf course that I really enjoy, something that the USGA is going back to after leaving some of the traditional golf courses, trying some different venues. I like some of the old traditional looks, the tighter fairways, I know some of these courses you have to be careful. They're not long enough for today's game, but Oak Hill Country Club is a perfect golf course for the PGA Championship. And this is always a really strong field. The Masters, you normally have right around 90 golfers, and a handful of those are former winners that have no chance to win the championship. So that's not really a strong field. The U.S. Open, you have all the amateurs that qualify in the Open Championship has a lot of those characteristics as well. So of all the majors, this is the deepest and most competitive field. Now, you're not going to see some of the live golfers in this particular tournament. Guys like Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia have not qualified. Now, Brooks Kepka, as a recent major champion, is in the field. So that's one live golfer that is in the field this year. Of course, Phil Mickelson, a former PGA champion on a couple of occasions. He is eligible to play this week as well. But I am really looking forward to this tournament. This tournament is the most a PGA Tour event. So I think it's a little more wide open than your normal major championship. You don't see, I guess, as many upset winners 
than, than you do in this PGA Championship. Like Sean McKeel, like I mentioned a few years ago, shocking the world, the old Hoosier golfer, coming up big and winning the 03 PGA Championship. All right, we'll take a timeout. We've got more golf show coming up in a couple of moments. We will take a look at some of the odds for the PGA Championship. Who are the favorites to win a major championship next week in Rochester, New York? You are listening to The Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra, on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960, WSBT. We're streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the free WSBT Radio app. Welcome back to The Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra, on Sports Radio 960, WSBT. Last weekend on the PGA Tour, we had a first-time winner, and man, what a week to be a first-time winner. It was one of the new PGA Tour designated events. That means a strong field and more money at stake. In fact, prize money for this tournament in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow Golf Course, $20 million. And the beneficiary, Wyndham Clark, won for the first time on the PGA Tour. He finished at 19 under par, including shooting a very nice 3 under par score, on Sunday, he made the turn, you know, a little off his game. Xander Shoffley was even with him, but a birdie bogey, two-stroke swing on one hole, put Clark in the driver's seat, and he ended up walking away with a four-shot victory over the Olympic gold medal winning Shoffley. You had Terrell Hatton, a good solid performance at minus 12. Former Masters champion Adam Scott was at minus 11. Tommy Fleetwood still looking for that first PGA Tour title. A strong finish at minus 11. And a guy I'm keeping my eye on this week at the PGA Championship, Max Homa. One under par on Sunday, nine under for the golf tournament. More on him in a couple of moments. And Justin Thomas, the defending PGA champion. Tied for 14th, even par round on Sunday. Couldn't get anything going. He finished 11 shots back at minus 8. So Wyndham Clark is now a PGA champion. Came into last week 80th in the world rankings. Big boost in the FedEx Cup rankings for Clark with that win in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now let's get back to next week's PGA championship. Looking at some of the odds that Las Vegas is passing along to us who are the favorites to win the second major championship of the golf season. Well, there's no surprise, the first three on the board, the three with the most likely odds to win the PGA Championship. You start with John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. They are co-favorites as we record this at plus 750. Rahm, of course, Won the Masters a month ago. Scotty Scheffler won the Masters in 2022. This is probably going to be a week. These two are going to be somewhere near the top of the leaderboard. Then you've got Rory McIlroy, who has not played a whole lot of golf recently. Very frustrating first major of the year at Augusta National as he missed the cut. Now, for Rory, he is a Masters win away from winning the career major. And I'm sure there's extra pressure that he puts on himself trying to play well at Augusta National, trying to join that elite group of individuals that have won all four major championships. Rory did not play well. He even skipped a designated event, his second miss of the year, which means he gets fined a percentage of money. 
And so, Roar, I'm sure he'll be ready to go this week, but I think we're all kind of curious what he's going to bring to the table this week. He played last week, was okay, not great, but made a 70-foot putt. That was kind of the highlight of McElroy's week in Charlotte, North Carolina. The defending PGA champion, Justin Thomas, plus 1,600 to win the PGA championship. Jordan Spieth was fifth, but due to a left wrist injury, Spieth is not playing this week down in Dallas at the Byron Nelson, his hometown tournament, but he's going to be out several weeks with that injury, so he'll miss the PGA Championship. So the fifth in line to win the PGA Championship is live golfer Brooks Kepka, who's won this event two times. He's at plus 1,900, was right there at the Masters, had a chance to win, was in the final group on Sunday, but could not knock out John Rahm. Rounding out the top 10, Xander Shoffley, who had a near miss last week in Charlotte. He is the sixth favorite at plus 2,000. He is tied with Cameron Smith, a live golfer, won the Open Championship last year. Patrick Cantlay also is in the top 10 of favorites at plus 2,200. Colin Morikawa, former PGA champion, he's at plus 2,200. And Masters champion from a couple of years ago, Hideki Matsuyama, is at plus 2,500. Now, two players I'm going to be watching out for as possible contenders this week for the PGA Championship. They're not going to be as high up on Las Vegas's board, but I'm going to start with Max Homa. I featured him last week on the golf show. He has never finished in the top 10 in a major. A multiple winner on the PGA Tour, one of the top 10 players in the world. The majors just have not gone well for him. I think this is an opportunity in Charlotte. Again, a golf course that plays more like a PGA Tour event. This might be the type of event where Homa breaks through. Maybe not necessarily a win, but I think he finishes in the top 10 this week. Homa, to win the PGA Championship, is at plus 3,000. A dark horse this week is Sahith Thagala. He is a rookie on the PGA Tour, ninth at the Masters, tied for fifth, the RBC Heritage. And I think this is the type of player, again, that can have a really good week at the PGA Championship. If you have Netflix and there's that PGA Tour series, Thagala was featured in one of those events or one of those shows. I think this is a week that Thagala can finish in the top 20 at the PGA Championship. And a long, long, long shot. This is more to finish in the top 20 than win the championship. But Keegan Bradley has been quietly playing good golf the last two years. And I think this is an event he can have some success. Now to win, he's plus 9,000. I'm not necessarily going to go there. But on some of those gaming sites, you can pick players to finish in the top 20. I think the Gala and Bradley are pretty good choices. So there you go. Some of the odds for the PGA Championship. If you were in a betting situation, if I gave you Rom, Scheffler, and McElroy, and you could have them or the rest of the field, which direction would you go? I probably would go the field. This is a week that a lot of people can win compared to the U.S. Open or the Open Championship, a little more wide open, so I think I would take the field. Looking forward to next week, Rochester, New York. It is the 2023 PGA Championship, the second of four majors this year. We've got the U.S. Open in June, the Open Championship in July, the Players' Championship 
of course, is a great event in the spring as well on the PGA Tour. This is a really, really fun time for the PGA Tour. Well, that's going to do it for this week's golf show presented by Michelob Ultra. My name is Darren Pritchett. Thank you so much for joining me. Next week, we will update you on the PGA Championship through two rounds. We'll check things out next Saturday to see who has a chance or the best chance to win the second major championship of the golf season. Until then, Darren Pritchett saying so long, and hopefully I can talk to you once again on Monday with Budweiser's weekday sports beat from 5 to 7 on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We are streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the free WSBT Radio app. This has been the Corona Premier Golf Show, presented by Corona Premier, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Also brought to you by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Hear the Corona Premier Golf Show every Saturday morning at 8, or catch the podcast at WSBTradio.com or on the WSBT Radio app. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 